After Pilate had sentenced Jesus to death and they'd given him a flogging, they went off down the road and eventually they got to this morbid place called the Skull up on a hill. Then they grabbed him and nailed him to the big post with his arms stuck out on the crossbar. By this time it was nine o'clock and they now gambled off his clothes among themselves. To make it clear what Jesus was up for, they stuck up a notice saying, The King of the Jews. On either side of him were a couple of crooks that they strung up at the same time. Same method. Now who's the smart guy? Some of the passers-by yelled at him. You reckon you could knock over the temple and have it up again in three days? Getting down from that post should be a breeze. Why don't you then? The crooks on the adjacent posts also had a go at him. At lunchtime, the whole place got incredibly dark, and it stayed like that till afternoon tea time. Around then, Jesus called out, Hey God, why have you ditched me? Some of the onlookers, who may have been a bit hard of hearing, thought he was calling out for Elijah, a good bloke from way back, who, of course, was long gone. One guy grabbed a sponge, soaked it in beer and offered it to him. Hey mate, he mocked, let's see if your pal Elijah turns up to get you out of this. Right then, Jesus let out a loud cry and died. At exactly that time, down at the temple, the curtain up the front tore itself in half, starting from the top and right down to the bottom. The head of security was standing in front of Jesus on the post. When he heard his death cry, he said, Wow, that guy really was God's special bloke. Some of Jesus' female friends were watching from a bit further out, including a couple of Marys and Sal. These women used to be part of Jesus' travelling party and in charge of catering and stuff. There were a fair few other women there too. They'd come out in solidarity with Jesus. As evening got close, this guy called Joe one of the local leaders, fronted up to Pilate and asked him if he could take Jesus' body. Pilate told him that he could do so. Joe wrapped Jesus in some high-quality linen, then took him down to the cemetery. He put Jesus in a grave carved out of the hillside, then he stuck this big rock across the entrance. The two Marys and Sal went out and got some special embalming stuff for Jesus' body. Next morning, crack of dawn, they headed down towards the cemetery. Who's going to remove that humongous rock from in front of his grave? They asked each other on the way. But when they got there, they discovered to their surprise that this particular activity was going to be superfluous. It was done already. So they went right into the grave itself and were a bit knocked back to find this bloke sitting there wearing all white gear. Don't get your knickers in a knot, he told them. More than likely, I reckon you're looking for Jesus, right? The bloke who got strung up. Well, guess what? He's up. He's alive. Fantastic news, eh? Here, cast your eyes in this direction, and you'll see where he was, and now he isn't. The white-clad guy continued. Don't just hang around here, though go out and see his mates, Pete in particular, and tell them that Jesus is headed off down to the beach. For real, you'll find him down there just like he told you. Now the Marys were a bit unsure about all of this, fairly scared in fact, so they took to their heels out of the graveyard and said nothing, 
they're anybody. Well, it turned out that one of the Marys was, in fact, the first one who caught up with the return of Jesus. When she'd seen him, she went and told the rest of the mates, who were still quite cut up about what had happened to Jesus. When Mary told them he was alive and she'd had a coffee with him, their immediate disbelieving response was, Yeah, right. Not long after that, Jesus caught up with a couple of them out strolling in the countryside. These two guys went and told the rest of them, and their immediate disbelieving response was, You guessed it. Yeah, right. Pull the other one. Shortly thereafter, Jesus popped in on the eleven mates while they were having a feed. Well, minus Jude, you'll recall. You faithless drongos, he told them. You don't even trust your mates who I've chatted with. Jesus then gave them something to do. What I want you to do is head out of here, and I want you to go to the very ends of the earth, and everywhere else in between. I want you to give them all the good oil, the stuff I've been telling you about. Anyone who takes it on board, well, they'll be sweet as. That left his mates with something to do, for sure. So they got up, went out and started on the job, telling everyone the good news. And they knew God was with them, that's for sure, because all sorts of real good stuff happened along the way, adding a decent validity to what they were saying. Cool, eh?